Cyclones warm-up continues at the Huntington Center. It's game two of the best of seven Eastern Conference quarterfinals as the Cyclones and the Toledo Walleye do battle less than 20 hours after a Cyclones overtime win, a double overtime win, in fact, of 2-1. to one. Pleased to be joined by Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi to give us his thoughts on the matchup. I guess we'll start there from the bench. You knew, we talked about in the pregame, battle of attrition. It couldn't have been more true last night. Yeah, no better way to get this series started off than a double overtime uh, game. Unfortunately for us, we got the win. So uh, it, was a, it was a tight, uh, tight check game. There was opportunities throughout the uh, five periods for, by both teams, but I think the goaltenders, uh, Ken Simpson and uh, Michael Hauser, played absolutely fantastic. There were some game-saving uh, game, uh, saves that uh, both goaltenders made, and uh, um, you know it's what we expected. It got physical at times. It was fast-paced, uh, a lot of action, but uh, you know at the end of the day, uh, it came down to the goaltending. I was going to ask you about the physicality. It looked like it was a back-and-forth affair, kind of just wanting to play the way these teams have all year defensively, but physically, it, it got really chippy towards the middle and end of regulation. Was there a reason for that? Well, I think both teams are trying to be disciplined. Uh, you know, at the, this this uh, time of year, any uh, unnecessary penalties can cost you a game and at times cost you a series. So you got to be very cautious out there. But I think, uh, you know, uh, after a 20-minute uh, period ends, I think some frustration boils over. So, uh, you know, what happens is playoff hockey and, uh, you know, we expect a lot of the more, uh, more of that. So I, I, I'd imagine they're going to want to be a little bit more physical. I, I believe they they think they've got a, a physical presence in O'Neill and Oreskovich and Bogosian and adding Thorne tonight. So, um, and that's fine with us. I think we've got 18 guys in there that uh, that are, are accustomed to uh, uh, being physical and getting hit and doing the right things. Understandably, your team did not skate in the morning skate, which typically is the case after a game like that. What went on with those guys, and how is your team physically coming into this game too? Well, we uh, we came in this morning just to meet and go over some things and, and discuss game one and what we need to do better in game two or make any adjustments in this game. So, uh, you know, get the guys out of bed, get them uh, over here, get them warmed up a little bit and uh, uh, ready for tonight. So, you know, health-wise, everything's good, and, uh, you know, the lineup's going to stay the same. Mike Embox scored both goals last night, one in regulation to answer Toledo's first, and then, of course, the heroic game winner in uh, double overtime. And while those were critical, they were born on plays by everybody else on his line, a tremendous effort for everybody. Yeah, and the first goal, David Buchan made a great drop pass to him, and, uh, you know, he made a great shot, low blocker side on Simpson, and then, of course, the winner, Jeff Foss, who, you know, what we've asked our defensemen is get a shot to the net about a foot off the ice, rebound right to Embach for the game winner. So, uh, you know, I, I thought we had opportunities last night to hit the net or at least get pucks to the work area, and we didn't. And uh, uh, it was our focus and something we talked about today is we got to get pucks on his pads and, and have people arriving for that second, third opportunity. And, uh, you know, you get rewarded. When you put pucks on net, other people get rewarded and you get rewarded yourself. You mentioned the goaltending, and both were tremendous in their playoff debuts. Michael Hauser has been in these kind of situations before. He may be a rookie, but he's very accustomed to pressure-filled situations, isn't he? Yeah, Michael Hauser's been on a big stage. When you play Major Junior in Canada and you play a Memorial Cup final, uh, there's no bigger stage for a, for a, a 19, 20-year-old guy. So uh, he's accustomed to it. He's battled his whole life and every level he's been at. And, uh, you know, there's no, no no difference this year. Coming in with an injury to start the year and, and fighting for that crease and gaining the crease and then making the, the, the most of it. So, uh, you know, that's exactly what we expected from House. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's obviously going to get the start in game two. On Monday, you talked about the difference in every series you're going to find heroes somewhere. You just don't know who they're going to be. Last night, I found it interesting that in terms of the opposition, their top players were pretty much non-existent. Willie Coetzee, Kyle Rogers had chances, but not very many. Well, you know, they're, they're guys that it's a long series. I mean, they're they're a very good line. They're very skilled players. They're very creative. They play well together. So, you know, that's one game, and I'd expect to have, they'll, they'll have a better game tonight. I think there was times that they had opportunities. Park scores that goal. Parks gets another uh, part break, partial breakaway. So, you know, they're, you notice 
some out there, but uh, again, we got to do a job on them. We try to get the matchup we want against that line because they are definitely dangerous and they're the engine that makes that offense go. Best of luck tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. That's Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi. We'll come back and check scores of other games on the other side of this timeout. You're listening to the Cincinnati Cyclones Radio Network.